This is Sweet John from Rockstar Studios, and you are listening to Feedback Podcast. We're back. What up, everybody? This is back for the Feedback Podcast, the only podcast about the Austin nightlife, and this is episode 83. And on this episode, we talk about Sixth Street Cinderella, which is a short film of romantic comedy loosely based on the fairy tale, but about Sixth Street. So on the show, I got some of the people who put this project together. Uh, that's Danny D. Trent Trevino, Manny Fresco, Colin Nicole, and we talk about how they brainstormed this, the, this whole thing, the writing, the producing, the directing, the casting, all of that stuff. And then we talk about the word famous Sixth Street. I mean, the, the short film is about Sixth Street. So we have to talk about Sixth Street. Why is it called Dirty Six? Uh, what's our connection uh, to Sixth Street individually? What are some of the things that we could improve and change about Sixth Street? And how we can support the art and music scene here in Austin. And I want to hear from you guys. Uh, what's your take on Dirty Sixth Street? Uh, do you agree with the term? Do you hang out over there? Did you used to? Now you don't anymore because it's quote unquote dirty. Um, what would you change about it? I mean, I want your feedback on all this because I think this is very important. And this is what people know about Austin. It is Sixth Street. So give me your feedback at the feedback on Twitter or on Facebook. Comment on the website. Uh, I want to know what you guys think about this. Finally, make sure you mark your calendars Saturday, December 19th at Vulcan Gas Company on 6th Street, on 36th Street. Uh, is the five-year anniversary of the feedback. Big party, live show, DJs. We're going to be raising some money for Austin Music People who's out there trying to make things happen for the music scene here in Austin. So mark your calendar. And thank you all for the support. Thank you for tuning in. And let's go. All right, we're live. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast. My name is Back. Thank you all for tuning in. And today, we're talking about the Sixth Street Cinderella, a little short film project that my friends here have going on. So on the show today, we have Carlene. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for coming. Appreciate that. Thanks for having me. Just met you a few days ago, but thank you so much for coming. <laughs> I'm here. Always stylish, this girl. Look her up because she's she got some of the nicest gear. I was impressed when I saw thank you, you the other night. Thank you, thank you. Then I got my boy Danny. What's up? What's up? Back D, D train in the house. That's right. The train's in the station. Who who lives in Austin and doesn't know who Danny? Who D, sorry D train is? Well, now I'm Danny Trevino. So like I, the whole D train thing is just my nickname now. Only but, only a few can call you D train. Yeah, everybody still calls me D train. Aha! Uh-huh. But yeah. It's because we knew you at a certain time. You yeah. can't just come yeah. in and call him that anymore. A certain era. The Diddy of Austin. I, I, I did. It was. <laughs> I remember that it time. was, dude. I mean, I used to be called the Diddy of Austin, self-proclaimed. Yeah. But, yeah. but it worked. Right. It, it worked. worked. It really did. Yeah. And I got my boy Manny Fresco in the house. How you doing, man? Good, good. It was good. Chilling, chilling. Thank you for coming. Anyway, Six Street Cinderella. Six Street Cinderella. Cinderella, S-I-N. Yes, S-I-N. Yes. So, what is... I mean, I have so many questions, but I'll start with the basic thing. What is it about? Well, Sixth Street Cinderella uh, is a fairy tale about Austin, Texas, and also Sixth Street. 
Yeah. And me and Manny over here uh, came up with a story one night. We were drinking at a bar, and we just actually at a bar. Yeah, imagine that. And so me and me you and, have time to talk. <laughs> okay. Well, me and Manny actually decided like we've been wanting to work together for probably a year or two. You know, at like least, at least a year. And then um, we decided like you know we were tired of this. Like let's just meet up. Mm-hmm. And we met up. This was like a couple weeks ago, and we just went to a bar, started drinking. Like a, at, at at night on a Saturday night, it was on a Wednesday. Wednesday. On a Wednesday, okay. Yeah. So you had, almost, you had room almost three Wednesdays ago. Yeah, and so we just started brainstorming ideas, and we didn't know what we were going to come up with, but we wanted to come up with something. Uh-huh. And so we finally came up with Sixth Street Cinderella. Well, well hold on, hold on, right. hold on. There had to be some other ideas before oh, you yeah. came up, come up with that. <laughs> I mean, a few drinks in. Somebody had to throw some crazy ass concept. Tell out a bad there. one. We, we yeah. did, but we don't want to really say him because Why? Like, because some of we're them, gonna work on. We're gonna we're gonna work. Oh, gonna do them. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're still there's still some of them that we might do. So um, we still I'll give me one that you're not gonna do. Well, you don't know that. What? I mean, I don't think that we came up with an idea that we aren't gonna do. I mean, what, so yeah, did what? you say Sixth Street and said Cinderella like right away? No, no. no that that was the very last thing we did before we took our last shot. Pretty much like we did, we're like what that name came up like Cinderella crazy. And you had the concept and the the storyline and everything. No, we, we had nothing. You only all you had is the title. No, no nothing. We, no, we had nothing. We had we went in <laughs> with no ideas. We just went in with the idea to brainstorm about a short film. Man, what does it, it tell you about bars? Go to bars and start brainstorming. Well, and, and you know so, what you come so, up so with. what we decided was as like well, let's write something about things that we know, things uh, that are relatable. Right. Well, me and Manny and Carlene, all of us. We've been in the, the, the downtown game for years and years and years. DLT too. Yeah, right. So like, um, <laughs> so Sixth Street made perfect sense. And then, I don't know, somehow I just spit out of my mouth Sixth Street Cinderella. And then it just kind of went from there. So when you said Cinderella, you were like, okay, there's the Disney thing. Yeah. There's the brothers, the Grimm Brothers story. Right. And it has to be somewhere around like about that, right? Well, we got a little drunk. Go ahead, Manny. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. Yeah, Manny, go ahead. Uh, man, I don't even know where to start. Um, we were just talking about just making a film on what we see because we're both nightlife people. Right. So we're like, why don't we make a film on the things that we see all the time that's like stereotypical with the downtown nightlife scene? Right. Like, write what you know. You yeah, know, like we see all kinds of crazy stuff downtown, uh-huh. you know, and uh, which and so we're kind of making fun of ourselves. Yeah. A lot of this thing, you know, like we're, we're kind of making fun of ourselves. It's a romantic comedy um, fairy tale edition, but like it has a little bit of naked gun in it. You know what I'm saying? So like like goofy. Yeah, very goofy, very cheesy, very silly. But it's all I mean, but we're making fun of ourselves and we cast a lot of, you know, like local people who work downtown or are downtown. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're making fun of ourselves, basically. So once you get the idea, you walk out the you walk out the bar. It's two a.m. You're drunk. Mm-hmm. You're like, dude, six or Cinderella is gonna be awesome. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. dope. Let's get to let's get to work because this is not just you're not just uh, talking shit at night. You just like this is serious. We're actually gonna make this happen. Yeah. So what is the first thing you do? Well, uh, first of all, <laughs> we went to an after party. <laughs> <laughs> And brainstormed some more. They celebrated their idea. We did. We actually like, we're done. We really did. We really went we, to a place that we don't want to talk about right now. But uh, strip club, I would assume, so, something like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so we went there and we celebrated. We're like, yeah, we have an idea. And then I had to write it. And oh, yeah, yeah. So then the next morning, I, w- I woke up 
still drunk, kind of still a little hungover, mm-hmm. and I turned out a script. And uh, like with every pages. single line, eight, eight pages. Yeah, eight pages uh, of a script. I you did it all by yourself. Yeah, I mean, with Manny's ideas and my ideas, th- the stuff that we had talked about before, because we had wrote all our ideas on the phone because we knew we'd forget because we tend to uh, take a little shots here and there. <laughs> sure. But uh, yeah, like eight pages and um, wrote it, right? Uh-huh. Six Street Cinderella. So the next day, you're already on it. Yeah, we, I had it. I, I was there all morning writing, 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 writing. And I'd never written a script before in my life. Wow. I've, I've acted in, in yeah, movies yeah, yeah. and TV and, you know, on stage. And, you know, I've I've done a lot of things but I've never actually sat down on a computer or had a pen and paper was it was it tough or did you know was there a lot of going back and forth or did you call Manny and said look man I'm stuck here no I just kind of just flowed? I just kind of went with it went with it went with it and um, I I had you know I, I kind of based it on you know I didn't even know how to write a screenplay and I just remembered like all the times I worked on from dusk till dawn or uh, the TV show or urban cowboy or even back to varsity blues days I mean I remember seeing the scripts and the sides that they give you every day when you're on set. Right. And so I wanted to base it on there, but now you have apps that help you write screenplays. And oh, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So I just uh, downloaded an app and uh, I just started writing and I just kind of just went with this whole story. I didn't, you know, loosely based on Cinderella. Right. And um, kind of went from there. But then we had a little plot change in it. Originally, you know, we had a, you know, I... I, I go ahead, go ahead. I was going to be the Prince Charming. So it was going to be a girl who's a bum, not a bum, but... A no, no, it's just be the regular Cinderella story. There's a girl who's, you know, uh, you know, down on her luck, and then she has evil stepsisters, blah, 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 and right. then she finds the guy. Well, my... She has a shoe. Yeah, so I, I, I showed my sister and my brother-in-law the script, and they're like, you know what would be really funny is if you were Cinderella. And my mind was just blown. I was like, oh my God. I'm not even drunk. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah. And so I was just like, what? And so, um, you know, so then literally that was the next morning. I just rewrote the whole thing that day. And um, I told Manny. And Manny, what did you think of that? The flips, the, the script. I thought it was a great idea. And, you know, we told like, you, you, Carlene, you, what did you think to you? Like, it, it, well, I got to dress everybody. So it was fun for me to kind of turn the girl into this androgynous, masculine role, which usually in downtown, the joke is that all the thirsty girls. But in the <laughs> script, it was her sitting in a booth uh-huh. being fabulous with all these thirsty guys. So it was fun to kind of play that whole swap um, and basically gender roles to be honest so, so. How, how did you come in like because you you two are the brains behind it right brain summary thing manny you do video so that was that was covered uh what about the rest of the stuff so well, uh you know costume i guess that was your your thing or how did you come well in? yeah but this is how it happened like uh you know we were so i this is a friday that we have the script written right mm-hmm. and we had just met on wednesday you know like to, to wednesday night you know thursday morning we had been brainstorming this. So by Friday, we have a complete script. Then we have to cast this thing, right? Right. And get people behind it. Right. And find a location. Right. And so I told Manny, I tell, I was like, dude, we need a location. And so we know friends who own bars. Mm-hmm. Manny's like, I got this. So Manny, who do we get? Ash. Ash. Uh, Ash, and, Ash and Chris Hale. Yeah. yeah. And they opened up the doors for Voodoo Room. And we were very lucky to get a location that these guys were like, you know what? We're going to open this bar on our day off and give it to y'all. 
And then, so my job was to cast everybody around it. Mm-hmm. And I've worked in, you know, uh, TV and film recently for the past few years. And, you know, I, I wanted people that I trusted and I wanted people that, who needed help trying to get somewhere, you know, pe- maybe even friends who are actors who haven't had a chance to be on screen much, you know, maybe wardrobe stylists who haven't had a chance to take over a whole production, right? you know, maybe uh, anybody, you know, who, I, but I wanted somebody, people we trusted. So I went straight to, you know, Carlene because she's one of my oldest friends in Austin. My first friend in Austin right here met him when he was D-Train on the radio station. That was a long time ago, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, and so, and me and Carlene have crazy stories. We've worked on many sets together, but she's always been, uh, you know, a fashion girl and a, a very, oh, yeah. a very take charge girl, too. So I needed her by my side. Uh, Manny is, has been the man through this whole thing also. I mean, his camera work is, is amazing. And uh, yeah, and so then I, I wanted to like you know find find our prince our princess mm-hmm. princess charming who's gonna be our main lead. Well, I met this girl a while back. Her name is Colleen Colleen McDermott, and I met her on from Dust Till Dawn the TV show, and she just happened to be this girl who was dancing around, dancing around, dancing around. But her spirit was so funny and and just cool that we all became friends. Me. Colleen and Carlene. She was my dance partner yeah. on Dust Till Dawn. We got to spend Are a Are you on of, the show too? Yeah. I've oh. been on both seasons. So oh, Colleen nice. and I just got to be dance partners in a sense on season two. And from that set, all three of us have just like bonded. Yeah. And you have to find somebody who, ha- you know, has the comedic skills, you know, to carry this role. I mean, she's going to be the lead actress, right? And, right, and, right. and it's going to be a silly comedy making fun of ourselves and herself and everything like that. And her, you know, comedy and she's, she's, a, she's hilarious. Yeah. She has a theater background. Her facial expressions are insane. And, uh, and she was amazing as uh, princess charming. Yeah. So how, how close was it except for the gender swap, which I think is a great idea too. Uh, how close was it to the actual Cinderella story? Uh, it was loosely based. I mean, I loosely- think, I'll say. I mean, didn't you have the <laughs> go ahead, Carlin, go didn't ahead. have the boopity boppity boo wait, wait. song? Yeah, <laughs> yes, we, we had bippity boppity boo. You had it. We have yeah. we have bippity boppity boo in it. Oh, Fairy Godbrother. It's, it's pretty. It's to the point with yeah. a modern day twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Austin, yeah. Austin, Austin downtown, downtown so, twist. Flavor. Yeah. So, so what we have is we have all the main characters of uh, of Fairy Cinderella. Godbrother. So we have me. I'm Cinderella. S I N. It's S I N. We'll get to that here in a little bit. Sure. We have Princess Charming. Played by uh, Colleen McDermott, we have the fairy godbrother, not mother. Fairy uh-huh. godbrother, played by more Drew. like brother, yeah. brother, not oh, real brother with an He's a. a brother. Yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 one of my best friends. Uh, I was uh, his best man in his wedding. My, my longtime friend Drew Fay, yeah. great actor. Um, we have instead of uh, evil stepsisters, we have two thirsty bros who are the guys who make fun of Cinderella. Douchebags. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. So basically guys we see every weekend, which, you know what, I, <laughs> I, I have been one of those guys, so I'm just kind of clowning myself. And so we had a you know, a great great comedic actor, uh, Jordan Brinkman. Uh, I worked with him on a movie called Tripping to the Altar, and I loved his comedic skills in that movie. Also, our boy, Aldo. Shout out to Aldo. Yeah, Alejandro. Um, Alejandro played in it? He yes. was great. He was the other douchebag? Yeah. Amazing. 
which is crazy because little some, baby Aldo. Yeah, yeah. So he's a great, you know, uh, fashion photographer, and he didn't even know he was going to be in this until the day of because our original guy backed out. It's okay, it, things happen, but we had to find somebody, and he was down to step up to the plate. Well, I got to see that. <laughs> my, my cousin stepped up, uh, uh, Alexis uh, Thorvino. He uh, he he became the bartender. We have our, my friend Nelly Rose, who became our little like groupie girl. Uh, DJ Nice, yeah, randomly showed up the same day and became our DJ for the night. Um, and then of course, uh, you know, we got Manny and Carlene right here. So we had a we had a good team of about ten of us. That Look, as long missing. as you had the boopity boopity boop, I think you got it sold. <laughs> well, we one also other girl. one featured actress and good friend of all of ours, and her name is Lauren Reed. Oh, I know Miss Lauren. Lauren. And she Lauren plays a huge role in the short film. Yeah, she has so. this like. I mean, it's it's a great thing. She looks amazing in the whole film, and uh, her her character's name is Molly. I'm just going to leave it there. That's all you got to say. All right. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Lauren, we love you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Nothing else Beautiful. to say. Yeah, Lauren J. Reed. Look her yeah, up. Yeah, shout out to Lauren. So how long did it take to, to produce the whole thing then? Oh, my gosh. Less than a week. Less than a week? Yeah. And Is what? It, we only shot so, for seven hours, six, seven hours. Yeah, so we, we had the script Friday. We cast on Saturday. I think we all partied on Sunday. <laughs> and then we shot on Monday. Mm-hmm. And we shot Monday night. Uh, we're supposed to start at seven, but everyone was an hour late. So I wasn't. We, we started at eight. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Carlene. Um, we started at eight shooting, maybe eight thirty, and then we finished at one thirty. And, and that was the one day shoot. That was it. One day shoot. We and everybody came together. I mean, like there was no, uh, no snags. Nothing went. It didn't have to so do a lot of takes. It was, no, no, not really. I mean, we we didn't have to take more takes. We took more takes just. To see how much better we can, yeah, yeah. you know. I mean? So there's a blooper reel somewhere. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want. Well, the dance scene. Yeah, oh yeah, gosh, there's a there's a whole montage scene where we dance really goofy, and there's a lot of funny things in there. But uh, you know, the, one of the coolest things about this project was is that you know everyone did it for free. Yeah. Um, we kind of just did it because we all wanted to create something fun. Everybody wanted to have something fun, and everyone stepped up. I mean, every single person. I mean, Manny was there. You know, he brought his camera and his lights. Drew Fay, you know, he was just supposed to be there for a couple scenes. He ended up co-directing yeah. with co-directing yeah. with with Manny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carlene over here to my right. I mean, I can't say enough about her. She dressed every single person on the set. She made sure everybody looked, you know, right. She brought all these dresses for the girls, and you know, where'd for- you get all that from? Well, Lucy? I actually. To be honest, I styled the Princess Charming in a 70s vintage piece that I got from Lucy's and haven't even worn yet, and it worked out perfect. So I can't wait to see it on screen because it definitely is a special uh, garment to me. But um, really, everyone just came together. They brought their pieces. It became very cohesive and, um, you know, staging and moving people in their spots and mm-hmm. making them look good on cameras. Really are, are you guys familiar with the, the 48 hour film thing? Yeah, I was in one uh, a couple of years ago. Oh yeah. I, mean, I, I think, uh, wait, which one was it? Cause I, I've gone a couple, uh, twice. I think it was called scare. Yeah. I was in it, uh. Couple years ago. Anyways, though, no, yeah. I don't want to. I was just curious because if a movie can be done like that quickly, you know, from uh, uh, concept to writing to producing, directing and editing and everything. I, I mean, I thought that was a good. Yeah, I mean, my, little, my brother-in-law brought up the same point. He's like, "You're basically doing your own 48 or 72-hour right. film festival," and I was like, "I didn't even think about that." We just we're just hustlers. Like all of us, all three mm-hmm. of us are just like we like to get things done. We have like a million jobs that we do, and we get things done quick. 
I mean, you know, and I mean, Carlene, like she was, uh, you know, yeah, she was the, uh, you know, head wardrobe stylist, but she's also was a set designer. She was moving, she was taking off cones. She was moving around things all around the bar. She was, she was doing, you know, holding people on the streets, like being a PA, just her, her, her and my cousin were like, you know, blocking off the streets for us. I mean, like everyone literally went above and beyond and that's what you want to see on a production. You know, you don't want to see any diva attitudes or anything. Right, right, right. We were just having a blast, you know, it was a good time. Nice showed up with pizza so, for everybody. Yeah, shout out to DJ Nice. Yeah, DJ Nice. He fed the crew and everybody. Oh, was, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Some good ass pizza. Thanks, Nice. So what is um uh I guess what is the bigger the bigger picture here? I mean, you have a short film coming out soon. We'll we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, it is Cinderella, S-I-N. So S-N is for service industry, I would believe. Yeah, so Sin, uh, we were trying to figure out how I could become Cinderella. And so I was like, oh, wait, you know, we've all worked in the service industry. So my first name in the movie is Sin, S-I-N, because my parents worked downtown and the night I was conceived was on service <laughs> industry night. And it just so happened that my last name was Dorella. So my name is Sin, Dorella. I like you mark the pause, otherwise it sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sin. I'm Sin, Dorella. That's exactly, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. And it just so happens that the girl I meet at the bar, her name's Charming. Ah. Has a little nice ring to it, huh, guys? So, <laughs> I, 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 do you think that there's, that's a situation that you think actually happens when you go out? Cause Every night. If you, think, if you think about, okay, it's kind of a racks to riches kind of story, right? Mm-hmm. Every Start night. from nothing, and then, so the story of the dude who's a nobody- Right. He goes out about nobody really pays attention to him or anything. Next thing you know, either he gets a lot of money or he f- is flashing a little bit and he shows up at the bar like he owns it. He gets bottle service and all of a sudden all the thirsty bitches show up. <laughs> like, hey, what's up? Like, you didn't pay attention to me. Hey, hey the thirsty bros show up too, yeah, man. Exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. And so I think that's very relatable because that's something that happens all the time. And you always see those guys and those girls act like their shit don't stink. Right. But, you know, maybe a few... Years ago, a few months ago, you wouldn't pay attention to that. What, what do you think about that, Manny? You have a story to tell? Mm. <laughs> no, I don't. Which part? Yeah, all of it. Yeah, uh, man. We living it. Yeah. What are your thoughts about like the experience that we just did? Like, I mean, man, it was pretty good. Uh, you know, after filming, I went home so excited, and I just mapped out the whole film to like five, five thirty. Danny to pass that on me like too. He's like, man, I gotta go on set at like eight. Hey, I had like, to be on another set in the morning, so yeah. Yeah, so he was filming the next day, and when I pieced it out together, I was like, man, this is good. How, like, how long is the whole thing? It's uh, seven, seven minutes and thirty eight seconds. No, I think it's like ten seconds. Seven seven minutes and ten seven, seconds, seven minutes, something like that. Seconds. You know what though? Uh, special surprise though. Back, we're gonna show you a uh, the special uh, rough edit. Of Six Street Cinderella tonight. Oh, nice. So yeah, as soon as this is over, we're gonna. Oh, show you'll get up. my feedback. Yeah, no yeah, fun. <laughs> no fun. Yeah, exactly. That's dope. That's yeah, dope. and it's funny because then, like the next like day, then me and Manny met again at a bar. Imagine that. And then and, and uh, <laughs> done. And, and then and then we started editing at the bar. At the bar. Yeah. So we started editing the rest of it, and we got it down to where, where the the film is now. And then tomorrow morning, uh, me and Drew Fay, uh, the the fairy godbrother, we're gonna. You know, do the uh, the score and the music underneath it, and then we should have it done by the whole film Pew. by this week. So less than two weeks, we shot a whole film, and we're gonna score. And you know, we would have had it done sooner, but sure. Manny was so busy that he couldn't even. He was in the country. Oh come so, on, man! <laughs> he was in the no. Tell him where were you at this weekend? 
I don't know. Where was he, I? Okay. He was in the country with no internet. Oh, and yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Daddy weekend for me in the country. RV life. No nice. internet. Nothing. You got to cut yourself off. Living every in the wilderness. In yeah. Yeah. Got to. Stay away from a screen every <laughs> once in a while, people. That's a lesson. Uh, that's dope. So when is it? When is it coming out? Is it a couple of weeks on YouTube? Well, on Vimeo, I think on what I I think what I want to do, you know, um, I think definitely what I want to do is I want to have a premiere in Austin, like a little short premiere for our friends and family uh, at a theater, you know, maybe downtown somewhere, maybe, and uh, you know, invite people out, mm-hmm. and then. Obviously, we all go out afterwards, and uh, or you stay in that same bar and just yeah. You know, well, like we'll have it like a theater, and then like oh, you know, okay, and, cool. then, and then maybe like have the after party at Voodoo Room or something like that. Um, and then just you know for nostalgia purposes, and then you know, and then I think after that we'll release it on online on Vimeo, and then I think you know with the with go ahead start on the next one. Yeah, start. We're gonna we're gonna start on the next one, but also I would like to maybe enter this in, into some film festivals. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just from the feedback that we've gotten so far from people, you know, it's, it's been, it's been really funny and it's great. So, um, but yeah, but literally like we want to get this one done and out of our way because we want to start working on another project. Yeah. Go back to the bar. Yeah. And then get a few shots in and go, okay, what are we doing next? Well, I think this was really to get everybody just going and right, start right. to doing, doing things that we know we love and want to do and not waiting for someone else to hire us or Good bring point. us on board, but to just get together and say that we can do this on our own. I think that's really big and the platform is needed in Austin. Mm-hmm. And because we all know each other and feel so comfortable, that kind of vibe really sparked something in all of us. And I really think that after this one is said and done, it's just going to start so many other ones um, and really evolve into something beautiful. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I like I like that idea. Bec- and you're absolutely right. Uh, with all the technology now, you don't need to wait for a producer or someone to discover you. Mm-hmm. I mean, people on YouTube are stars now. People on Vine are stars. They make millions. Not necessarily, not necessarily making about the money, but making about something that you enjoy, something that you love to do something that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in the process, you get the traction, you get the audience, you get the fans, and then eventually maybe the money comes in. But at least you do something that you enjoy. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I, that's really how it happened is, like, I got kind of frustrated after a while. I mean, I've been working on these big TV shows or whatever, but I've never gotten really my break or anything like that. But I finally just wanted to just do something creative with my friends. Like, just like right. when I was a little boy. In my, I was a little boy. And that's why I was so glad to have one of my cousins on here because he used to create funny videos with me when I was a little boy, too. Mm-hmm. And his brother did, too. Uh, Abel, shout out. Um, but uh, we used to make funny videos when we were kids, and I kind of just want to do that same thing, but as adults now. If, right. we, if you kind of want to consider us adults a little bit. Um. <laughs> well, we've been doing drama, and, and really, we're all comedians. All three of us, I think we're all pretty funny. And yeah. so <laughs> instead of doing something really serious, it was very lighthearted, and it was easy. The laughter was so contagious in this room. <laughs> Nobody was like do this, do that, you know, everybody was just laughing. Yeah. And uh, that made it really comfortable to be in. Right. And, and and you you got, people got on board, all people that you like to be around, people you like to work with. Because I know sometimes it's kind of, it's hard to, I won't call it doing business, but working with your friends. Because you know, like that certain friend, for example, is only always in party mode. Or that person, that friend is always serious. So it's hard to sometimes be like, okay, look, we got to get this shit done. But when it's actually people that um, you enjoy being around, 
and you have a good connection with, mm-hmm. they can actually, okay, let's put the bullshit aside. We have a project to do. Let's get serious. But at the same time, we're still friends. We're still having fun and all that, right? Well, yeah. I mean, that, that Saturday of casting was very difficult because I didn't know who was going to play what, you know? And it was uh-huh. just like, I was, you know, freaking out because I didn't know. Was, we're shooting on Monday. We got the location on Monday. This is already Saturday. And so we need pe- people to be off work. We need people to, who oh, can yeah. act, you know, who, who are cool and who I trust, you know? And so... The fact that it all came together like that, it was, uh, you know, I was stressing out on that Saturday. I was at the gym, like, you know, on the bike, just riding the bike, just like texting like millions and millions of people. It feels like, it felt like, but it was the same people were like, you know, but I was like, <laughs> it was just like, are you available? Are you available? And then yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And then, uh, but then you, you narrow it down to like who you really trust. Like, you know, like if you look at Robert Rodriguez or Quentin Tarantino or, you know, um, a lot of these guys, you know, they work with the same people all the time, right? You know, right. and they they hire the same people over and over. And so I'm following their, you know, model, people they trust, people that are cool. And if people can, you know, if if you if you you're professional and you show up on time, you know, do what you got to do, and you work hard, then I want to work with you again, you know. And plus, y'all are my friends. We had so much fun. I mean, seriously, you, if we laughed so much oh, on set. I want to see the blooper reel so bad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like there's times in rehearsals or even like takes we could not stop laughing because it's just so silly. You know? But but the 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 concept itself is is loosely on Cinderella. But if if you actually read the Cinderella story, the original Cinderella story from the uh, Grimm brothers, it's actually pretty hardcore. Like uh, fitting the foot in the in the in the slipper. Uh, in the slipper in in their version of it, they had to cut cut off a toe, or cut off a part of their foot so they can actually get, uh, the, foot get the foot in. And there's blood everywhere, and then they end up being blinded by these birds at the end of the story. It's crazy. Yeah, that's the original Cinderella story. Read that shit. That shit is nuts. <laughs> Those are like the bad nights on Sixth Street. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, but no, but it's, it's I think I think I think it's a great idea, and, and I look forward to checking it out. So. Uh, make sure you're uh, follow. I guess D Train. We'll get into the whole Twitter and all stuff later. But I'll definitely make an announcement because I'm gonna see it soon. Yes. And uh, I'll let I give you my feedback and all that good stuff. And, and I just want to tell you one thing though. We don't have a slipper uh, in our story. And so what, the thing that we we have. No, don't don't. You don't have to. Don't spoil anything. All right, all right. All I right. mean, don't spoil anything. We you'll, know, you'll see. You'll see. Yeah. All, all we know so far is that it happens at a bar. The the Cinderella is a dude. Uh, there's the the step brothers are douchebags, yeah, and there's a bartender, a DJ, and that's it. Yeah, just leave I, it at that. I, I, leave it at that, bro. <laughs> so this is the this is the premise. It's Cinderella. Just think Cinderella. Sixth Street Cinderella. Flip, yeah, flip the script. Think Austin. Think Sixth Street, and then there's your short film. There it is, baby. Yeah. Don't spoil. Don't spoil anything. I'm not. <laughs> All right. Good. 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 All right, I, I want to move on to a broader topic here because we've been talking six feet, six feet, and like you said, we're all six feet rats in this mm-hmm. uh, on these mics. Uh, so, what is what is your connection with six feet? Because we, we can go way back. I'm like, I'm, I'm I'll going. Go, I'll go last. Uh, Danny's probably got us beat. <laughs> I think so. You know, I don't. I, I met you. I don't remember. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Let's have Carlene go yeah, first. Go ahead, oh, go ahead. thanks. You want me to tell our story or what? Um, I moved here. Almost eight years ago. Eight? Eight, yep. Uh-huh. And uh, my first family of uh, friends were uh, the owners of Suite 101. 
So oh, wow. I got taken care of uh, at Sweet 101 and um, Guy Palmer, shout out to Guy Palmer, it was one of my first friends when he ran Maggie Mays. So before I knew anybody and before I was even 21, I spent my Tuesday nights in Maggie Mays. <laughs> And uh, I definitely got accustomed to what 6th Street was. It's very different now because I worked at Rio on West, which is the opposite of Dirty. So I've seen both extremes of downtown for the past Wait, so you you skipped? So did you work at Maggie Mason or no? No, that was just my first little hangout. So you skipped the whole 6th Street. You went straight to Warehouse District. Well, it took five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started on the dirty. I went to Warehouse District, and then five years later, I was on West. That that's about <laughs> the the natural progression of things. You graduated, but from I Sixth totally Street. we find ourselves <laughs> back on Sixth Street now. Oh, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But go ahead, uh, Danny. Oh, you want to go last? Okay, <laughs> Manny, Manny. Because I know Manny. The thing about Manny, let's, I was talking about that before. Turn on the mics. I don't think I ever met him officially. <laughs> But I always saw him around. It, it, that's how Austin <laughs> yeah. is. Like, you know, for the longest time, people would be like, oh, uh, oh, I know you. I see you out all the time. You're one of those guys. And, and that's it. <laughs> but that's how I was with Manny. And I knew who he was. But I don't think we ever met yeah. officially. Maybe we said hi every once in a while, you know, because, you know, I know Nice. I know Alejandro. But uh, I was like, yeah, I know, the, I know the guy. I see him around. <laughs> Must be cool guy. Shit. <laughs> but that's how Austin is. So go, is, go ahead, go ahead. Is, uh, yeah, I moved to Austin January 2010, and just got sucked into the whole. Uh, it takes you over. Huh? Sixth Street rat life, and uh, <laughs> man, it was like pure every weekend back in when pure. You know, Sixth Street, yeah, yeah, man. Pure was like my spot. Uh, you know, bottles. 25 cent drinks on Sundays. Yeah. That was like my Sunday fun day spot. And then, like you said, you graduate, Move you know, work my way to West, then to, or actually Warehouse, then West. Yeah. Sweet 101 was like the spot at, when I first moved out here. And man, I would be there all the time almost. Like, all week. People would think oh. like I worked there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and, uh, that wouldn't be a bad as- assumption at all. Uh, not at all. All right, last but not least, D-Train, we don't have an hour and a half <laughs> because this man right here, the Diddy of Austin, yeah. has done it all. So it, wh- start, it started way back in the day. I used to uh, throw parties at the original Voodoo Room. Then the owner uh, of that place, uh, Michael Gerard, uh, who owns Speakeasy and uh, you know all these other bars right now, and he came up to me and goes, hey, would you like to be the DJ of our club on Thursday nights? And I go, I've never DJed before in my life. He goes, you know what songs to play, right? And I was like, yeah. And this is back when vi- this is that easy. <laughs> yeah, well, this is back when vinyl. We didn't yeah, have yeah. Serato then or right, whatever. Right, right. And he's like, uh, he's like, Jason Tofel will teach you how to play. Anyway, so uh, I started DJing there, and uh, it, it went crazy. Mm-hmm. It was like every Thursday night was insane. Couldn't even get in the room. Blah blah blah. Did that for about a year and a half or whatever. And then my boys from San Antonio decided to come up, and they're like, hey, we're gonna buy part of Maggie Mays, and we're gonna turn it into the drink. And um, the drink. Yeah. So I became <laughs> I became the DJ and promoter there. Blah, blah, blah. I, then I became a radio DJ at Hot 93.3, uh, the biggest hip-hop station in Hot 93.3rd. That's right, baby. <laughs> the train is in the station right there at Hot 93.3. And uh, ironically, it was six years ago today uh, when we all got let go from Hot 93.3. So it just happens to fall on this day right now. Game changer. Oh, wow. yeah, and, and if it wasn't for that happening, then I wouldn't have uh, gotten into acting. So, um, 
you know, uh, then I started like doing more events downtown while I was uh, partying, met, met up with Abe the Assassin. We started doing um, Terrace 59. We were the uh, rooftop party over there at Speakeasy and then at Cuba Libre. And then um, then I decided uh, it was time to call it quits from the promoting game. But it didn't really call it quiz because then I started hosting it Republic Live, <laughs> yeah. then at Hudson, your birthday party, and, birthday party. Yeah, and so, your party at Six now. and my parties. Yeah, so it hasn't really stopped. But I, I don't really consider myself a promoter anymore because uh, I'm an actor now. Yeah, yeah. No more D Train. <laughs> D Train is still around. D Train is, is is still inside. Oh, he's here. <laughs> oh, he's here. He's in here. this room. In this right room. Now. Oh, all right. On this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> After these fireball shots. <laughs> all right. So I mean. Do you guys still hang out? Because th- here's the thing about 6th Street. Mm-hmm. And back then, nobody called it dirty. It was just 6th Street. Right. I mean, we still had warehouse. Uh, West wasn't really developed yet. So it was really, nobody called it dirty when we were there. And now everybody says dirty. I wonder what I came from. Do you have any idea how that came from? Too many people. I think it's, it's like a little Bourbon Street now. It's just like. And yeah, it's, it's like Bourbon Street. But, you uh, go and act dirty. Yeah, you act dirty. I mean, and we're in the dirty south, so I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, I know that I don't really like calling it dirty, but it's late. It's too late now. It's called dirty. The only thing I call it. No, I mean nobody's. It's not going back. And and the thing there was an article I read in the in the Chronicle uh, a while back that um, about how you know the businesses around there don't want to be don't want it to be called dirty. Of course not. They don't. And but I don't associate it with. Really negativity. It is what it is, but that's just like the secta- section of like that part. And when you say the dirty, you know where you're going. Yeah, it's not yeah. necessarily saying like that you, you say E six now, and it's not the dirty anymore because that used to be E six. Yeah, but right. now E six is on the other side of thirty five. It's just because the city's growing. It's nothing personal. We love you, Sixth Street, Dirty Six. <laughs> I mean, we, we were just there last yeah. week, so don't we? Don't worry, we still love Dirty Six. No, I mean when you when you when you think about it, it's like I said, you graduate, you go from. I, I worked my way from Platinum X, all the Yasin bars, and then Barcelona and and Firehouse. Then it was there was Glass. I know you laughing, huh? <laughs> I still remember Glass. Uh, Red Fez was my joint. Oh yeah, shout out Corrupt. Yeah. Uh, Red Fest and then and then West Six, but um, when you think Dirty Six, you think all right, college kids, mm-hmm. cheap ass drinks, cheap ass drinks, Thursday boy. nights, college cheap, night. Yes, I remember Treasure Island had like had quarter twenty five cent drinks. Yeah, when you want to get drunk for cheap and very fast, you go to the Dirty and then you go back to West. Boom, <laughs> <laughs> you start Dirty and you Pretty go West. Me, me, me and Carlene have like a little little <laughs> yeah. model that we do. Yeah, <laughs> you know, cheap drinks. People shit face, homeless people, uh, puke and vomit, and on the, and they clean every day. They clean every night, so technically it's dirty. But you know, it's, it's pretty it's much the up. story of Six Street Cinderella, right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice, nice, nice. So, so when people say uh, when you go out of town and you say you're from Austin, people always think automatically, you know, Sixth Street, and it it is known for that. So you try to tell people, hey, you know. There's other things than Sixth Street. I mean, if you're in your, you would think like if you're in your 30s, you don't really hang that way anymore. You might go to Rainy, might go to East Side, might go to West, might hang at the W. So what do you? Uh, well, for me, like when I have friends come in town or I meet people that's not from here, and they're like, oh, where's the dirty at or whatever. Oh, they, they call it dirty or they yeah. don't say. Oh, you damn. have to. You tell people, everybody to people take them to the dirty. People actually call it the dirty. People yes. from out of town call it the dirty. Yeah. Damn. So I, I, oh yeah, I they do. 
I try to educate people on the sections yeah. of downtown nightlife. So right, right. I'm like, you might like the dirty, you might not. I would say do it at least once while you're yep. here. Yep. It's a bucket list thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then work your way rainy warehouse or west. Wherever I, their personality fits. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you right. tell them to go to the dirty, but you tell them, like, depending on what they like, mm-hmm. where they would fit in elsewhere. But the dirty is definitely just the bucket list. Have to go see it at least. Yeah. And watch out, Rainy Street. It's, it, it's, it's uh, amazing. It's uh, it's awesome, but uh, watch out. It'll get you. It's, it's, it's about to get uh, a little dirtier. <laughs> With all those condos going up, I do you mean, think? Yeah, man. I mean, they're trying to shut down, but whatever. There's so many people that go there. It's like crazy. I mean, but yeah. my, my heart is always still with... Uh, the old with, rainy. With dirty. Lester Pearl. Yeah, shout out Lester Pearl. It's coming back, but... Wait, they're, really. they're opening way on the east side. Yeah. Way on the east It'll side. Like, a little same. by Justine over there. Actually, before Justine, but on Cesar Chavez. What would be one thing that you would change about Sixth Street? What would you change about it? I would change... I would think that... Um, they just close it down every night. Like, I don't want... I mean, just... <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, going to go train has spoken? No, not like, not like close the bars down. Like, close I'm, the road I'm, down. Yeah, close the road down so we can walk across the street. Every and uh, yeah, I mean, I know that's a whole mess up traffic thing, but hey, traffic's <laughs> not my fault. All right, so listen, like I, I want to be able to walk across the street safely. Um, and uh, yeah, so then... Not more get of arrested. Jaywalking things, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it is crazy... Crazy, crazy, uh, and I'm a part of that craziness because I helped build some of that too, and I was a part of it, and I spent my money there, and I still go there as a grown ass man. I still get dirty, <laughs> dirty, dirty. I get dirty down there. Like, well, let me ask you this: when when you go when you go back as a grown man, yes, I, I do air quotes here. Yeah, as a grown man, yeah. You ever you ever look at the people who hang there and you go, damn, were we like this? Yes. Are we, we? I mean, you see the girls walk around, and you want to judge. You don't want to be an asshole. You don't want to be like, "Oh, look at you with that tight ass dress." I can, I can see your. Pussy I always from here. judge them in the winter. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, I mean seriously, <laughs> I always judge girls in small dresses in the winter because they don't look attractive. They need to put a coat on. Well, they they what but I call. She wears a uh, first of uh, all, yeah. She I wears, wear a fur coat in the summer if it's a little drafty. Uh, I mean, so. I'm just saying she. I'm just saying she wears short dresses. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Because she was wearing one, what was that, the the, 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 uh, the Ronda Rousey fight? It was a short dress. Uh, but I but, uh, you, you had layers. You had layers. <laughs> you had layers. I'm just saying she wears the short dresses. Don't, don't, get, don't get her twisted. <laughs> no, but I mean, you, you walk, you're walking down the street and you see these girls that look like Power Rangers with different colored dresses. And they, and they walk with their arms crossed because it's cold. They look like penguins just... They'll be there every the, weekend. Exactly. Right next to us. But, <laughs> <laughs> but come on, it's hard not to judge, and you're like, man, I know we were not like that, but maybe you were. Bullshit. We're I was still I, that way. I was like that. I mean, like I I remember like times at Bob Popular's. I don't know if you remember yes. that place, dude. I, I remember, remember me and my Bob boys Popular. would come up from San Marcos. We went to Texas State. Shout out Bobcats. Anyways, and uh, we would all just come up here, which is so dangerous. And um, <laughs> we would come up here. I swear that there would be nights that we thought it was so cool to take our shirts off. And dance. Are you fucking serious? I am serious. In bro. the hip hop room or the eighties room? The hip hop room, baby. Come on, you know, <laughs> hip hop. You could you could get away with that, you know. And that was like back when it wasn't Dirty Six. It was just whatever. But people loved it. It was cool. Well, we thought they loved it. But, <laughs> you, thought, you thought too much, man. I know, but hey, I'm not like so. Yes, I do see these people, and I'm like, man, I used to be like that, but it still does get on my nerves here and there. But I know I've done some dumb shit. So, Me too. what about you, Manny? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you see him, and you're like, yeah. Do you, re- you recognize yourself? You see yourself in him, man. Honestly, like. When I go out on my sober nights, which is very rare, sure. uh, 
I think to myself, did I really look like that when I was that wasted, like last weekend? Mm-hmm. And I'll ask someone I know, and they'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, you were that guy, <laughs> that guy." <laughs> well, I mean, not really that guy, but you see, like these super wasted people, and I'm just—I mean, like, dog. I, mean, I have been that guy. I, I'm gonna admit that right now. Thank you for your honesty. And I, I know. <laughs> thank you for and and I actually, you know, we have a trifecta right here. I'm just gonna just do this whole triple thing. We've all been that guy. We yeah. have. Yeah. yeah. Colin, you have a story. A story you want to? Well, tell? I actually have. Cut back my drinking heavily. She's a good girl now. And I don't I'm talking about back then. Uh, yeah, and I think that's probably why I cut back and I don't drink so much anymore. But uh, when I first moved here, I was um, definitely seasoned in going out. But I wasn't 21 when I moved here, and I didn't feel the need to go spend time getting to know people to get me into a club. Right. I waited six sober months when I moved here. Then I turned 21. It was like letting an animal out of its cage. I had a new city, I had a new place to play, and I had been sober for six months, so I was like, let's get this game going. And she met me. (laughs) There it was. And the rest is history. She called called the radio station, and she met me. I did. Oh, that's how you met her? Yeah, it was crazy. I called and was like, I'm looking for a club that is 18 and up. She wanted to go to Paradox. <laughs> that was because I don't think that's Yo, safe. She wanted to go by herself. That was your introduction. Yeah, well, paradise. I called. No, I called the radio station because that's something I've always yeah, done do my whole life. And I called the radio station and I was like, "Listen, I need. I just moved here. I'm not 21, and I need a place to go." And he told me, and we chit chatted. Then he told me it had him on MySpace. Yeah. Was it when, when Boogie was there too? Yeah, we all were together. Oh, all all six years. Me, Boogie, Mimi, 2DQ, uh, Ave the Assassin, Corruption. Deuce, Corrupt, yeah. uh, Baby G, Dinky D, <laughs> Rapid Rick. Uh, Rapid Rick, what's up? Whoever Rapid else I'm Rick. missing, I'm sorry. Uh, it's going real fast, this interview, and a lot of drinks are flowing around. So uh, shout out to the Hot 93.3 crew. Yeah. Um, love y'all. So what Se- we- uh, Six years ago today. Nice. R.I.P. I was just really blessed because when I moved here, all the people that I was introduced to were really club owners and I didn't get sucked in from the bottom. I actually got protected by people in the industry and Mm -hmm. I have a whole list of people that really have kind of taken care of me throughout the years and put, put me in a position that I could act silly but still be in a safe place. So yeah, that's the thing about Austin, especially when, and I think there is a circle of people, a community of people here who are, you know, the nightlife people, the people everybody knows. I mean, everybody around this table is part of it. Mm-hmm. And the the thing is, like I was saying earlier, everybody knew everybody. So it was safe. People talk, yeah, but pe- people talk a lot, especially in the nightlife environment. People talk a lot. People, there's a lot of rumors, there's a lot of shit going on. But when you're tight with the right people, then you're going to be okay. Well, it's, I feel like with the influx of people in the city downtown um, and another reason the dirty is so, in quotes, dirty now is because there's so many people in the city now that are like strangers and have just moved here. I don't feel safe walking down an alley in downtown right, yeah. like I used to where I would stumble into Danny or Manny <laughs> and they'd be like, what are you doing? You know, and then you just continue on the night. Rather now it's like. If I'm walking down the street alone, I kind of feel um, like I need to be looking over my shoulder all night. Yeah. And you have all these people come in from other cities, and they party in their cities. They come here, and they think they can party like they did over there, and it's a totally different ball game. Oh, yeah. And then... Well, they don't know our different. web. 
They don't know that like there's yeah, they a don't. web here. I mean, and they we, just come in. You and... see the people who like come here. They just got here and they want to replicate what they had back home. And you're like, dude, this is Austin. You can't. Ain't gonna happen, you bro. Can't, you can't burn bridges. <laughs> you can't. You gotta. You gotta go through the chain, man. Yeah. <laughs> You got to meet D-Train first. That's right, man. That's levels right. for this shit. That's right, levels. <laughs> I'm on 100. Uh, one thing I would change about 6th Street um, is the diversity of bars. You know, one thing I always tell people is that, you know, the reason why people go into bar A versus bar B is maybe they, they have a hookup at bar B. Mm-hmm. Or they know the DJ there or something like that. But it's never, it's because of that bar. If the same people had another bar, they would just follow those people. Mm-hmm. And when I walk down 6th Street, and first of all, it's memory lane. And I'm like, oh, that was the drink. Holy shit, that was Aces. And yeah. that was uh, um, Popular or whatever, <laughs> Fuel and Spill. And I can go on and on. Daiquiri Factory. Oh, yeah. Amazon. Copper Tank. And, <laughs> and so... Um, you're like, okay, so what's the difference between uh, a Maggie Mays and a Soho? Or what's different Blind between Bay. Aquarium and Library? And I'm like, eh, nothing, not much. Nothing. Not much. There's just a place with a bar in it. So what ends up happening is, you know, there's nothing that differentiates, you know, one bar to the next. And so you, what ends up happening, you have all these guys on the street. Yo, come on to my bar. I got, I got this. All these door guys, get drunk people, come to your bar. I'm like... The only reason why I would go is because you just offered me something. Otherwise, what's the difference? Whereas what's happening more and more is uh, bars actually have something going on, like a theme. You know, An like, event. Yeah, like, like Rio has its own. Star Wars party on Saturday. Sorry, got to shout out that. What? That's all right. May the force be with them. Yes. So there's something there. special. You know, also you, with you. Your container bar, you have actually have like a layout that nobody else has. Mm-hmm. Or your uh, Empire Control Room or your Plush or your Barbarella, you have a dance floor that people actually dance on. Yeah. So I would say, you know, a lot of bars on 6th Street are the same. They've just melded into one yeah, big sometimes blob. I, yeah, sometimes I think that it's, the, it's the three people who own the entire street, and they just like, oh, let's do another one. Change the name, same staff, and right. same everything else. Well, we only go to places on the dirty, I think, because of people we know. Right. Yeah. We don't yeah. wander into a place that we don't know people at, which we really go where we know our friends are, where we know people are working at. Like That is really the enticement to us. I don't think we'd ever just be like, Oh, let's go check let's out that dark hole Let's go to just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd like to say one thing, though, real quick. Um, one thing I would like to see, and, uh, you know, this is coming from me. I came from the DJ culture or whatever, but I love all our DJs. Don't get me wrong. I still go to y'all's clubs every single night. But I still would like to see more live music mm-hmm. on, yeah. on 6th Street. That's mm-hmm. how it started. Yeah, and if we're going to be considered the live music capital of the world, we need more bands on 6th Street. We need more bands or bars that are going to give a band an opportunity yep. to uh, at least play their music. And and that's just because, I, I mean, we can't front and say we're the live music capital of the world if we have no live live music. I don't even know where to go see live music. I mean, the that, Red like, River area. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe Red River. I mean, but like 6th Street used to be like that. Yeah, used you to know, be like, you, yeah. You have a yeah. band and then then, then, then the DJ would come on or something like that, you know? But like now it's just like, you know, like just give these guys a shot. That's all I'm saying. That's a good point. That's a, that's definitely a good point. I mean, there 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 is this whole um, uh, live music uh, problem uh, in Austin because people, if 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 I'm a bar and I hire a band, one I have to hire a band, you know, I have to pay them. Right. What's what's cheaper to get a whole I band? Get it. No, no, no. I get it. No, 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 I get it. But but the problem 
behind that is not necessarily getting the band. The problem is having people pay to go see the band. Well, right. So but, if you tell people, hey, it's five bucks, and then be like, no, fuck that. Just want to drink. Let's go next door and drink for... Let's give but them, that's give where them, you give, just need give, an artist that wants to play for free. Well, not, going no. back to the that's, full that's circle. Rough, though. I don't know. No. I don't know. I, I think, I think um, what the bar could do is they could give them a percentage of the bar from this time to this time. And whoever they bring in from that time to that time, they can give them a percentage of that bar, and with it with it with a minimum amount. Say, look, I'm going to pay you whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Here's a minimum amount. If you go over this amount, as far as bar sales, then I'm going to give you this extra money. So that that gives you gives the band gives whoever it is. Maybe it's one person in the band. Maybe it's five people in the band. Gives them incentive to come out there and bring people in there. Right. So I think, you know what, hey, you know what, you can't really charge cover because yeah, nobody pays cover. Yeah. But, you, you know, I don't think they should have to pay for play for free because they're going to be, they're the entertainment for your bar. I just want to make sure that, you know, that there's more live music out there um, just for artists because I'm an artist too, which I finally realized I'm an actor. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, I do work on free projects. P- people work on my project for free. But if I have the money, I'm going to pay, pay my right. friends, yeah. you know. And I mean, it's, um, there's a whole um, organization, a nonprofit here called the Austin Music People. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jennifer Houlihan. Um, she'll be on the show in a couple of weeks. Uh, and it's basically, it's a nonprofit and they, they're an advocacy group uh, for the music industry here in Austin. So they'll go to city council trying to get, uh, trying to figure out ways how we can have more live music, how to take care of our, uh, artists here in town because I mean Austin has a lot of talent and the, a lot a lot and you're like you have I mean I counted the other day uh, I was bored uh, there's about <laughs> from West 6 all the way to East 6 just on that one that huge stretch you have about 150 something uh, bars so out of 150 bars maybe 10 10 of them 10 maybe 10 15 of them actually have live music everything else is just a bar they just have Mixology, or we have a DJ play whatever's on the radio now. But we're the li- but we're the live music capital of the world. Bro. Yeah, exactly. No, look, I'm, look, I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm all for it. And actually, my next feedback party is a fundraiser for the Austin Music People. Uh, so uh, trying to help them out. Bravo! Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. We need an actor one next, guys. Just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think yeah, if if the if people who run the bars really try to, you know. Um, work with bands and say, "Hey, look, you can come uh, play early, play for a happy hour, or and later on have a DJ uh, trying to do something different." But the band's got to step up too. I, 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 no, yeah. no, you're right. I mean, it's a it's a two way street. Yeah, I, I've worked with, I've worked, I've done that before. I've been the promoter. I've tried to mm-hmm. get bands and DJs to work together. Sometimes it doesn't work. Because, yeah, well, fuck them. Yeah, Find the ex- ones that do. Exactly, dog. I mean, exactly. if you're not gonna step up and give you yeah. an opportunity, if you're later, not gonna, if you're yeah. get your game right. That's Sorry. Right. It's exactly. just There's plenty like, of hungry people out there. It's just like what we're doing, though, and, and I've said this for a while, but a platform needs to be provided because I have had a ton of friends. I went to the Austin, um, the Art Institute, and I have a ton of friends that just want a chance to play their music. They just want a chance to act. They just they just want a chance. You know what I mean? So yeah. if a platform is built for them to, and the doors are opened for these artists to come in and play some of them would play for free because they're just getting the chance at that point, you know? So if there's no platform, it doesn't really matter. It's just we need to encourage artistic format again and not close it off just for a bar purpose, in a sense. Yeah, just because you have a, um, you have a bar, you actually have some kind of influence. People walk in for a reason, then give them another reason to be like, hey, 
if I like this kind of music, I like this, I like this band. This is what they play. I'm gonna go support. So I'm supporting the bar. I'm supporting the scene. I'm supporting uh, Austin as a you know live capital of, capital of live music. But that's another thing I'm trying to do. Like like recently, I'm really trying to go out there and like support my friends, like that are creators, like the other actors, other you know people have an art show. I want to go to their art show. If someone has a band. I want to go check out their band. You know, if they're my friends and I like them. I want to go out there and just and just be like, you know, like, what's up? You know, I'm, gonna, I'm here for you. Yeah. I'm going to walk in the door and be here for you for this. And that's what I encourage everybody for 2016. Yeah. yeah. Come, come on, on man. New, New Year's resolution. Like- I mean, like, seriously, like, everybody goes out there and support your friends. It doesn't, it's not that hard well, to just go in there and be like, yo, I showed up to your event. It's not that hard. I mean, it's really not, guys. I mean, p- p- people wait for the big stuff like the ACL, the South by, the Fun Fest, and the Euphoria, and, the and all people that stuff. Hate it now. Yeah, but in between that, there's plenty of stuff going on that you can go and support. And I think that, as much as you know, we have we have so many bars, so many people who actually can make shit happen. Uh, I think we need to really need to uh, do more because I. It kind of, I've been here 16 years and it kind of sucks to see it happening because, you know, I've, I've seen it change. I'm not I'm all for change, but change in the right direction mm-hmm. that actually supports the city instead of all these people from out of town coming in and draining the money out. And the, their promoters only come in for F1, they only come in right. for whatever festival and then they take the money away Trash from the city. Trash city. Exactly. Turn it dirty. Turn it dirty. No, they, <laughs> this last South by, I can't even deny how angry all my industry friends were. They were just very upset afterwards because it was like they had an influx and the mood was very different. So that right. was like the first year that I saw that they were no longer happy to be like, hosting south by events yeah. everyone was like i can't wait till this is over <laughs> all right we have a bunch of people actually tuned in right now oh wow so when you go <laughs> sixth street still fascinates me even though i, I gra- we all graduated <laughs> i don't think i graduated i think i'm like i you know what maybe I, maybe we graduated but now maybe we're professors um, yeah we're mentors <laughs> now. now you know what? maybe like like student teachers <laughs> <laughs> because I, I swear i was just there last week at some bar i never even heard of but i just went to go meet some some girlfriends of mine and I was just like, they were having like really cheap drinks, and I was like, awesome. Here I am on dirty. Do you talk, do you cheap talk to people? Huh? When you go, do you talk to people? Yeah. Do you talk to kids? He'd be like, let me tell you about the story. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we're part we're, of it all together at that point. No, I'm, I'm like whatever. Like I'm like because you we're never know. Shots yeah, with I mean them. yeah, I'm taking shots with these people. I don't I don't really care as long as you don't like try to like bro me like what's up bro what's up bro you know like yeah. as long as you're not trying to be all like you know super douchey or whatever and like just get all my I mean I'm cool with everybody. If you if you were to uh, talk to your younger self, oh god. <laughs> I said it. All right. Why would you? Why would you tell young D train? Oh God! I would say, uh, don't be on the radio anymore. Go straight to acting and uh, start writing and creating with your friends. Uh, it took you six years to do that, but uh, do it now. All right. Yeah. Like I mean, literally, like just like like if you have ideas or you know, like if you're if you're in the you know film industry, if you're in the TV industry, if you're in the Radio industry, you know, get a podcast. You know, I was a radio, I was a award winning radio DJ for six years here in Austin. I won the Austin Chronicle three times in a row, um, but that that's gone, right? But like, I would say, create with your friends. You know, like, there's no better time than now to start doing something because, like, you don't want to work for the man. 
Go do your own no. thing. I mean, look at look at you back. I mean, when I first met you, you told me a long time ago that you're going to start your own podcast. And I'm here in a studio. Y'all got to see this studio. <laughs> I mean, if y'all don't know what the studio is like, this is like literally, literally almost better than the Hot 93.3 studio over at MS Communications up there mm. of I-35. I'm Damn. telling you. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling it out. I, I will take that compliment. Yeah, and it. so, yeah, literally, congratulations yeah. on that. So literally, if you're, if you're listening right now and you're trying to figure out what to do, just go do something and complete it. There's nothing worse than I worked with people before on movies or a, a short film or whatever. They never finish. Yeah. Finish your shit. And Damn. we, we got to finish we'll our shit. We'll always yeah. Yeah, have this shit. video, though. When we're done with this, oh, we'll you're gonna look always at it. have. Years from now, you'll be like, yo, remember that time when we did that? <laughs> we were in the bar and we came up with Cinderella. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and once it's on the web, it's there forever. You know That's that. That's fine. All right, Can't good. wait. All right, then we're going to wrap the things up. All right, shout out, plugs. Where can people find you, follow you? Uh, maybe catch you downtown. What bars? Oh, what, yeah, you definitely catch downtown. All right, Manny, go ahead. Uh, Manny Fresco, Instagram, MF Productions with a Z. Uh, I don't go as much as I used to. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> but I'm usually on uh, Rainy on Fridays. Okay. At Bungalow. Shout out Ash Boombay. What up, what up? And, uh, and then West, there's a couple spots I just normally hop around and then do Power Hour at Summit. <laughs> power Hour? Damn, Power, power Hour, hour bro. I found out about a Power Hour on the show, actually, a year ago. I didn't know what that was. That's oh, pretty yeah. interesting. That's when you go hard in the paint. Yep. <laughs> All right, cool. Call me. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Lean Baby, L triple E N underscore baby. And you can find me at Lucy in Disguise seven days a week. Do people go like throughout the year? Every day. Seriously? Every For day. Productions, parties, uh, plays. I have actors come in that need things. I'm actually going to style Simone with Aldo um, at Lucy's next week. So uh, all kinds of stuff every single day, all time periods. If you want to be a sexy carrot, you can be a sexy carrot. Yeah, sexy carrots. <laughs> sexy. I want to see a sexy carrot. So Lucy and this guy's go in there. Shout out. And uh, as for Colleen, she'll take care of you. And last but not least, Danny D. Trent Trevino. That's right. You can find me on IMDb. Just look up Danny Trevino. Um, I pull right up. And then um, if you want to look me up on Instagram, it's uh, D underscore train underscore. Same thing with uh, uh, Twitter, D underscore train underscore. Or just look up Danny D. Trent Trevino on Facebook. I'm right there. And uh, make sure that everyone, 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 Starts looking out for Sixth Street Cinderella. Yes. I'll, I'll put it out when, once. Uh, let me know when it's out and we'll have the exclusive. Once you have your event together, we're going to have the premiere and all that stuff. I'll, I'll make sure to push that. Um, really excited, excited to see it. You should it, be there too it, at the premiere. You should oh, be yeah. there. Oh, I will. I will. I will. Because I, I want. Uh, I want to see people. It'll be a party. People's feedback. No yeah, and, and and one more time though, I just want to say uh, thank you to our entire cast and crew: Colleen, Drew, Jordan, Alejandro, Alexis, uh, Nelly, Carlene, Nice, Manny, Lauren. Ash, and of course Miss Lauren J. Reed. All right then. All right, everybody. Oh, make sure you put in your calendar Saturday, December 19th. Uh, that is the five-year anniversary of Feedback. Uh-oh. Nice. Um, working with Vulcan Gas Company. Have it there. I got uh, um, Henry the Invisibles uh, playing. Uh, I'll have a DJ. We're going to raise some money for Austin Music People uh, so we can uh, you know, support the local scene. Keep Austin the world capital of live music 
And make sure you follow the feedback, BAK, of course, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. The, the feedback is only one. It's the only podcast about nightlife that you'll find anywhere. Uh, we're also on SoundCloud and on Stitcher. So tell your friends about it. Uh, I do this every week. Got uh, some good people coming up soon, so make sure you stay tuned for that. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank See y'all you. on 6th Street. See y'all on 6th Street. You can catch, you can catch your ball on 6th Street. Just, <laughs> uh, you got, you're going to have to. It's, it's, it's going to happen regardless. Might catch me too, actually. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you all. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for having us. Peace. Ciao, ciao.